0: It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Welcome in to episode 29 of the Motown Rundown. As always, I'm your host. Ryan Rabinowitz joined alongside my friends, my companions, my uh, my my brothers. That's getting too soft. Trent Brother. Bailey, Ryan Collins. We're not brothers. Softer I know. Than so. we, don't, I, we, don't like each, we don't like each other that much. Yeah, I know. I love you guys. Can't, can't, <laughs> can't speak. I, yeah,
1: yeah, we know you do. I just... I, yeah. I love what i do here and i love you guys <laughs> i love you too
0: Trey. <laughs> it's a great day i haven't really warmed up to collins yet it's been a we've been together for about a year or so and it's still it's a, it's a just, drawing process it's it's tough it's just it's a drawing oh, we go to process. we go to marital counseling every now and then okay not for that behind the scenes uh coming to you as cool always this. from impact 89 fm studios in east lansing michigan big day today in east lansing folks big day day. michigan state duke elite eight uh by the time you hear this the game is probably already over and you can imagine whatever the result was tears will be shed tears tears of joy or tears of pain and suffering which we're winning usually here on the motown rundown is lots of tears of pain and suffering (laughs) more so than tears of joy
1: you know i was thinking about that the other day we have endured a lot
0: not really. We
1: actually have. What do you mean, not really? Uh, why are I we already okay? why are we okay, okay, already sorry. like this? Never to start mind. The day? I'm Never mind. Say that. You guys didn't go lot. to Buffalo and watch the Lions score zero points in the that second half. Your, sorry. That was your no, decision. It, it, that was your it decision. Was, it was. I was trying to throw you guys in there because like we're all in this <laughs> together. But whatever.
2: <laughs> no, Continue. I, I was just gonna say Detroit <laughs> sports have been so bad, it's not that yeah. we haven't endured like pain like it's numbness. The two oh, thousand okay. fourteen Tigers. I guess that's true. That's real pain.
0: I'm numb. I've always I've just, that's what it is.
2: I'm in limbo with my, I don't know. What was but when your teams are bad, throwing a change up. I don't know. Oh, I, think that I think about it all the time. I think about it all the time. I literally do. <laughs> I'm the like, security guard. I'm just like, oh my God. Big poppy said. I thought Tory Hunter taught that. I'll, I'll always be like. <gasps> <laughs> <"They're wet." laughs> no way. Dude. Didn't go to bed that night. Tori, um,
1: Pour one out for Tori. He went over for that thing. I
0: love Tory Hunter. Great tiger. Yeah, he was. Um, Again, big day. Michigan State and Duke. Elite Eight. Uh, I'm fired up. Ready to roll. You sound fired up. I am very fired up.
2: No, I'm excited. You I'm You two hours of sleep or something? What's going no, on?
0: No. Uh, uh, four? I don't know. Six? I don't know. I okay. had a couple hours of sleep. That's better. I was at the uh, Tequila Cowboy last night. They're closing for good, so I had to make my first beers awesome. Big fan? Good live band. Because here's the thing. I mean, you go out in East Lansing and in all these bars, and granted, it's what the kids listen to these days, but it's all this EDM and jibber-jabber and hooting and hollering all and, this jibber jabber well, ryan rabinowitz I 75 it's years hard, old it's hard for me to listen to sometimes so it's nice it, it was nice to get away i got to wear my boots i got my put my uh king's creek hat on my flannel my dirks bentley shirt and just living it up man did you wear cowboy boots no i was wearing like chelsea boots okay okay. Che- I don't have cowboy, cowboy boots, boots look
2: so uncomfortable yeah I've, so I've worn them before they
0: yeah they're tough that's it's, it's a wild
2: lot, too. Like, Whoever thought that was a good I got to show you my picture
0: of uh, the Zach Brown Band concert a couple of years back. Cowboy Boots? Yeah. It was great. You'd love it. I'll show you it when we're done here. Okay. Uh, what were we even talking about? My sleeping schedule. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Mission State. Big day. Big day today. Big day. We're excited. 5 o'clock tip here. 5.05 oh five tip. 5.05.
2: Oh five. Not 5. Not 5.06. Oh I wish it would have played earlier. So, would, like, I I just... the. J- Need I'm so nervous. Happen. I'm so nervous, and I just need the game to happen already. I feel great. Trent thinks we're gonna win by a hundred, per usual. We're gonna win by six. Mission State's better. But I had like, a dream that we won about by six. It. There's something about it. Trent had a dream. I did. I
1: guys, this is funny. I dream about sports, and it always happens. I'm sure you I'm do. Ju- I'm just, I it's do. It's a little
2: weird, but sure you do. How many times have you dreamed about the Lions like, winning the division? How many times? Never,
1: that never, and it's not happened. That's okay. the thing.
2: When that happens, Trent's gonna call us in a cold sweat at 4 a.m. Guys,
0: you'll never guess what I just dreamed about. Sta- I just... No way. Stafford won a playoff. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, happen, back this to uh, we'll bring it back to the Detroit sports here because this is the Motown Rundown. We do talk about Detroit sports. We talk about sports in the Motor City. The Tigers are back officially. Last episode, we teased it. Opening day was around the corner. Opening day has happened. The season is here. And it's snowing again
2: here in Michigan for some reason. It was at 60 on Friday. Thirty-five the day after. I I was like saying this to my friends. Queue up the people who are like, only in Michigan you get this weather. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure this isn't everywhere. Oh, in, if, you Midwest. if you
0: don't like the weather in Michigan, just wait ten minutes and it'll. Like, oh yeah. It'll, yeah, I'm so
2: over those jokes. Too. Relax. I'm so over
0: the weather, like, people need to chill. Yeah. on the weather Weather stinks, man. I hate weather. No, hate I, I, you
2: talk about weather?
0: I had a uh, on on. I think it was Friday. I had a, me and my buddy had a, had a nice catch. We had a catch. It, it was our it was our opening day. It was like our spring training. Were you on the hop? Yeah, I was moving. I was picking back, a backhand for whatever. I was, I was, I had the glove working good. I will say though, I don't know what it is, and I did not a big deal. I hit the gym earlier that day, a little, uh, little shoulders and chest, so I was a little, little tight, little sore. wasn't feeling great. I,
2: I think I've just lost some unreal velocity in my. I can't I, throw the ball anymore. No, it's a joke. The, the the thing about it, I mean, I played baseball since I was like seven till I was sixteen. Not a and, big deal. Yeah, and then I played play golf because i was too unathletic to play baseball not but, a big deal yeah but every time i try and play catch now my arm my rotator cuff is just like after yeah, three it, balls i'm it, like yep, it feels nope, like my shoulders nope, attached nope. by nope. a piece of dental floss nope uh, i can still feel it
1: i mean uh, i he's gotta uh, get loose man i know
2: you do you gotta get loose my
1: arm's still fine i'm like matt stafford
2: you guys are did you play baseball Trent? uh no i thought you did you know how to throw a baseball I, though, well
1: yeah of course <laughs> of course you gotta
0: know how to throw a baseball but yeah. um <laughs> um Dude, uh, I some, yeah, I mean yeah, why would you no, I I don't, don't know. You, um what was I gonna, uh, I had something great Talk, to say too. Are you trying you were good, you sed- were saying, you had a good about, segue in yeah. your right there, but <laughs> you yeah. just
2: lost it. You lost, had your
0: segue face on. Yeah. Oh, oh I don't Oh, what was it? Darn, shoot, well, darn it, y- whatever, well, you who cares, it. let's just yeah, move on, yeah, it's let's... been such a long day, green and white report today was long day for us today, you're uh, telling me, understatement, <laughs> read between the lines, long, yeah. long, long day for us today, okay, Motown Rundown, let's roll, episode 29, we're gonna get into it now, uh, obviously it's baseball season now, April Mindy is not as exciting as in years past, because all the teams kind of stink, it's um, not even April yet too. That's true. Oh, it's about to be April. Yeah, tomorrow. We... Yes, tomorrow is April. Congratulations! It's April. We made it. <laughs> um. Okay. Couple. Couple quick things I want to get into here. I got a. I got I guess you could say a storyline on each team in the city before we get to Tigers. And I want to start with Pistons. And we do have a special friend in the studio. When I say special, I mean special. He is uh uh my co-host on the Green and White Report. If you listen, shameless plug. Uh, Julian Mitchell, you are—he's a, a Missouri man, but we're—we're we're, we're lucky to have you here, Julian. Hello.
3: Hey, what's going on, boys?
0: Welcome to the Motown Rundown. Wow, but,
3: this is special. I've been trying to get on this show. <laughs> I was gonna say we've been talking about this for way
1: too long for it to yeah. just be happening on March 31st. It
0: all it all come to fruition because I have to take Julian home and now he's waiting until we're finished here <laughs> to, get, I to saying, get him home.
3: <laughs> that's the crazy thing. Like this wasn't a planned no. <laughs> yeah. appearance. But this is this was a I don't want to walk because it's cold. But it's
1: one of those things that like
3: you said it and we were all just immediately yeah, like, like yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. This is this Pop is good. On. Like we said, Julian is from the St. Louis area area but he is a, a a big NBA guy as we get into Pistons here now look Julian to fill you in I'm not sure how much you listen I, I can imagine you know I listen to Ryan Collins very much not many people do just I kidding don't. Collins I love you very much I love you I'm starting to say the it back. Is can, like you, can you say it back love you too thank you Look at that. Look what we do here in the Motown. That motel was, right was now. pretty this is awesome. I love you guys. Love and logic. <laughs> this is great.
2: It was, it was ridiculous. We're just anyway. hugging each other for like two hours. Right anyway, now.
0: so we look, we recap games all the time, Julian. And uh, to to bring up the scores and we, you know, we hash it out, whatever. I've got a very, here, here's a headline that I just threw out. This is my headline. This is my belief now. Okay. Uh, I believe it is a possibility that the Pistons slide out of a playoff spot. There's six games left to play. They have a home and home with the Pacers Monday and Wednesday. They are in Indiana on Monday at 7 p.m. Say that 10 times fast. That was tough. Uh, Julian, did you do you subscribe to this, to this, this proposition I've made that the, the Pistons may potentially fall out of the playoffs
3: completely? I think it can happen. I think there's a lot of battling for that seed right there. Brooklyn's down there as well. But I think the Pistons pull it out. I think this team is finding ways to win. They found a way to win in Little Caesars just Saturday against the Portland Trailblazers, which are a very good team. 99-90 to 90 was the final score in that one. And you look at the last six, Pacers are tough games, but they're still without Oladipo. Yes. Very much beatable. Very much a team the Pistons can take out. The Thunder's a tough one, but the Thunder have kind of been sliding and slipping a little bit towards the finish line. Hornets are a team to beat. Grizzlies, another team to beat. And the Knicks, both of those are tanking for Zion. So I think the Pistons, they're finding different ways to win. It hurts that Blake isn't there right now, but I think they'll continue to find ways. He'll come back, and they'll finish out the season, I think, at that six seed.
2: I I was just when you brought this up about the standings. I kind of like doze off like for two weeks and just like assumed the Pistons were in. Yeah. And I just looked at my oh, only one game away from Orlando. That game was really big on Thursday. Yeah, it was. That it, was a big dub. Yes, and but they, they I, did rise to the occasion. Uh, yeah, but you looked at this. I mean, Reggie played spectacular yeah. yesterday, and I he mean, has
1: been playing spectacular.
2: Not spectacular. I mean, he he's been all right. Good, good. He's yeah. been <laughs> at, <laughs> he's been, right. been good. He's been good. He's been serviceable. I'll take but, it. Yeah, yeah. He's
3: been serviceable.
2: If you guys watched the game last night, I felt like I was watching O three yeah. Pistons play the Pacers. It was thirty to thirty, basically at half. I think Reggie had
1: twenty eight five and five.
2: Yeah, I I'm mean, not mistaken. But you take Blake out of the lineup, that brings. I mean, it kind of takes away from the element of you have like two bid. When you have to put Thon there, it's kind of a different type of like roster you're running. I that, love Thon. No, I like Thon. No, I know.
1: I'm just. I'm He's just. He's good. It out there. I
2: like how Thon and Drummond play off each other in that pick and roll where they do that horn set. The mission State does, I think, like every time down the court now where they got the two guys coming and picking and rolling and they just kind of move and try and find a guy in the corner. But like you have Thon who stays up by the three for a pick and pop and then you have Drummond rolling and either one of them is going to be open. So, I mean, that would that was working last night. I mean, Reggie was making all the right decisions. Bad boys were in the house little good juju. They wore the black jerseys for some reason. I never understand. They should have which. throwback the bad boys the jerseys. They should, wear, they should wear the bad boys jerseys. That's jersey. what I'm saying. That would be sick. That would be nasty. It should be. Um, no, but I think they'll get a spot. I just don't believe Orlando. It's the magic.
1: Yeah. I. I just here, like the Here's magic? the thing. Just to answer uh, the question, I don't think it happens simply because Dwayne Casey is not going to let it happen. And, okay. you know, I, I don't know if you want to go as far as to say, like, Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond won't let it happen. Cause I totally get why people wouldn't buy into that. However, uh just just in with respect to the Portland game last night, it's kind of tough because Blake was such a late scratch that it's almost like, okay, well, we just gotta like change our game plan on the yeah. whim. Cause Blake literally it was like ten minutes before tip. Yeah, yeah. he came out for one with two and everything. He was yep. ready to go. He was and he and he never returned to the bench either. He was getting treatment and stuff and just never came back yeah. out. But um, no, I don't think the Pistons slide out because they they should win four of these last six. Julian just gave it to you. Um, I'm definitely thinking you win one against the Pacers. At home is the uh, the 04 15th year anniversary. They're having yeah. those guys back, so I think they'll win that one because they'll just be motivated. Whatever. Uh, Hornets, Grizzlies, Knicks, you win those games. Thunder game's winnable, except they have a lot to play for, and it's at, it's an OKC. So I don't know about that. But you guys are gonna you guys are gonna <sighs> totally just like crap on this. But I want to bring it up. I want to talk about it. Andre Drummond set an NBA record for four seasons of 1,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 100 blocks, 100 steals. No one else has done that four times.
2: LeBron, LeBron, Wilt, Kareem, Duncan, these guys
1: played for 20 years and never
2: did it four times. I respect it. I mean, Drummond's playing a million minutes now. That's my point. He plays every every minute now. And he's playing hard. He's playing well. Who's scheduling them? NBA? The Pistons play a bat to bat against the Pacers. Basically, yeah. you play them on Monday and then you play them on Wednesday. Home at home too. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, who's yeah. like at the end of the season going to the playoffs? Yeah, this there's been dumb. a couple
1: of those. I think they did that yeah. with Chicago earlier this year yeah, too. Yeah, but like you it's, can yeah. do that Just in the weird.
2: middle of the season, get away with it. But at the end of the season, when you're playing for a lot, even though the Pacers don't really have anything to play for, yeah. they're kind of locked in that five. But I mean, you haven't really talked about it, Ryan. What do you think? Um, you, you, are you, you were going to made up the headline, but you actually yeah, believe they I, could fall I, out?
0: I, I do. I, because yeah, no I, way. I just, I mean, I, do I, do I think it will happen? No. Do I see it happen? Like, can I, can I see it? Yeah. I mean, I could, I, am kind of along the same wavelength as Julian. Like I, I just, you know, I, I watching this team play, it's, and we talked about like, you know, after losing games to like the Cavs, for example, and you bring up like, you know, you play the Grizzlies down the stretch and the Hornets. Those are games, like, I, I could, you know what I mean? I, I could see the us texting be, in the yeah. group chat and, like, why are these guys losing by 20 points at halftime?
2: Kemba has, like, a vendetta against the Detroit Pistons or something. Yeah, we because can't, he we can't beat that guy. He, he's wow. got the Jordan in him. And then Marvin Williams, every time he plays the Pistons, he's like, no, I'm going to hit 8 threes. so yeah. I'm like, sweet Marvin Williams. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you in 0-5. Like, what?
0: I mean, the Hornets, the Hornets, too, also, like, granted, they're, they're like, three games back of, a, of an 8-seed, so... It's not probable, but it's possible. So you have to imagine the Hornets are in the kind of spot too. Like you're not going to go just blow like you losing the next six games if you're the Hornets doesn't help you. Right? You know, at least you try to go six and zero, obviously. But Let's try to make it. Yeah. Um, it's I just think the Pistons. You know, you look at one through five, and and I think everyone has clinched one through five so yeah. far. Yeah. And I don't think those. I mean, four and five can move between the Celtics and Pacers. They're they're locked up right now. So. I don't know. I just, I mean, dude, Pistons basketball, just, they suck you in and they yeah. push you back out. It is what it is. Um, I will they,
2: say, go ahead.
3: I was going to say, they're going to have to perform. They have one of the easier schedules of the team. I think if anybody jumps them, it'd be the Nets. I yes. really love yeah. the Brooklyn Nets. Russell's fantastic. But I see them just beating out the Heat. Yeah. The yeah. Heat have a very tough schedule to end out the season. They play Boston back-to-back Monday and Wednesday, then Minnesota, wow. Toronto, Philly, and then Brooklyn end out the season. Yeah, that's yeah, tough. Good night. They might not. Well, make the, playoffs. the thing is, for, for
1: the Pistons, I'm hanging on to this. Those last two games against the Grizzlies and Knicks, they might not even put. I mean, they'll 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 play seven guys. You know, like they, they're they're both going for Zion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the last two games of the year. They're not even going to throw a lineup out there. You know, so I'm I'm saying that, hoping that's what happens. You know, the Pistons just take care of business. But I, I guess to, just to go back to that, I don't I don't think the Pistons
2: are sliding. We no. we were talking about this last week, and we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Bringing in Julian, who would you rather see in the first round? Would you rather see the Sixers as the Pistons hold on to the Sit seed, the Raptors or the Bucks? One of those three teams.
3: If you're the Pistons, you want to see any of those teams? Yes. Who are you picking between? You said Bucks, Raptors, and, and Sixers because
2: Sixer, those are only three teams. They generally have a shot. Those are at the point. three outcomes. Yeah, yeah.
3: I think I would go with Sixers. Really. I really, I've, I'm so I love this. iffy on the Sixers. Okay. I. They do have one of the best lineups starting one through five, but I think they, they have issues in terms of who's going to show up any given night, who's the guy who's going to take the shot. They're still trying to figure out how Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler kind of work because Jimmy's the closer. Joel's the guy. He wants to put up 40 every night. But Jimmy also wants to be that guy. I still don't trust Ben Simmons. He still doesn't have a competent jump shot. I don't shot. trust him either. I wouldn't defend not him. Not in the playoffs, at least. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and to me, I mean, I I real still really like the Raptors. I don't think you want to play Kawhi Leonard in that team. I have questions about Kyle Lowry, but I think Leonard powers him through. And the Bucs are, you're not winning against the Bucs. I,
2: I, be, I believe that for a long time, but with Brodman probably being out the first round of the first round of the and playoffs.
1: Mirotic and Miritich uh, and yeah. Pau
2: Gasol. So, I'm Pagasol's uh, 90. It's that another, doesn't it's matter. a death piece. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 90. but, but 90. I mean, Giannis, a is is gonna, Giannis is going to drop, like, 55. Like, whoever he plays, he's a, a beast. I will say that, but, like, I think the Pistons can match up with the Bucs now. I mean, Trent's been saying this. I've for, been saying it since this February. A, yeah, but you were saying it when they were completely healthy. Like, they, <laughs> this seems a little battered and bruised, yeah. and they haven't won it yet. I don't want the Pistons to slide back to the eighth seed, but I think the best possible outcome right now is if you see the Butts or the Raptors. I there's something about Joel Embiid that he just owns headspace in and Andre Drummond's head. But there owns will headspace. be there will
1: be at least one or two games where Drummond outplays him, and we nope. will live for that. Yes, there will be. There nope. will be. They're playing. They're going to play five Joel or six Embiid's times. Incredible. I I I'm not denying that. I, but in Detroit, I think Andre yeah. would outplay him once or twice. I will
2: say this: I think Joel Embiid's the most slept-on best two-way player in the league. Like not like he is so good on the defensive end. He like does not get enough credit for that. He gets yeah. too much credit for being able to shoot the ball because he's broke. Yeah, uh, like from the three point line. But right. he like he locks on the defensive end. I don't know.
1: I agree. I agree. I don't. I don't really like want the Sixers, but I want the smoke.
2: Yeah, you want I want
0: Embiid. I so I guess the other question on that. I'm glad you asked that to Julian. Is we've kind of had this discussion about whoever the Pistons play. I guess I mean, i'm a i I believe that whoever they play they will get swept. Do you think that they will at least win a playoff game? do you like do you
3: see them competing in a playoff series? I think so. I think i at least winning one game, yes, I think this team's competitive Catch. enough, and I think like the the fact that no one has talked about the play of Blake Griffin this entire season is beyond right, ridiculous. because he plays
0: here. That's 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 yep. exactly why. It's I mean, sad. But yeah, yeah. That's why
3: this man has revolutionized his game to go from just a power dunker to now he can step out, shoot threes, he can yeah. take it from range. This he's revolutionized his career and he's been everything for this Pistons team. And I think they stay competitive. That I mean, the three gauntlet of whoever you could face between the Raptors, Bucks, and um and who else the sixers. sixers jesus uh is a tough those are t- three tough teams yeah and to be honest yeah i don't see them making it out the first round but to me i think sixers bucks that can be a competitive series
1: you get in you play hard that's all you can ask for because in detroit i mean we we haven't made the playoffs since 2016 we know that we got swept by lebron before that it was like what 08 we haven't made like th- this is just you got to be happy with what you got. You got to go out there and play hard, and that's, that's all it. you
3: want. I think. Yep. I, I mean, the way they constructed this team and they took that chance on Blake exactly. was to buy in right now. And maybe you don't win it all, but getting playoff appearances, getting there, I think, is a big point being for the city for the Pistons as they try and move forward.
2: Julian, who do you root for? Do you root for Celtics for your boy Jason? Because I know he went to your high school. He did. Yeah. He did. So, what's it? Who do you root for in this playoffs? Are you a West Coast guy, East Coast guy? Like, who's your team? Who do you root for?
3: It's a, it's a strange thing, actually. Like, I don't really – I haven't – I used to be a huge Bulls fan. Okay. But that was mostly because Derrick Rose got me into the NBA. Okay. And then, you know, everything happened with Derrick Rose. And so it's been weird. I haven't found a team. i am just been kind of a player guy. I'm a huge Curry fan. I don't really want to see them necessarily win another championship with KD. But uh, I, I do follow the Celtics. I do really like the Celtics and what they do. I don't think they win it all, though. That's a whole nother topic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just tough when you don't have, like, a basketball team in the city like that. I don't know. St. Louis probably should have a basketball team. The Spirits? Is that what they Ooh, were in the what, ABA? Yeah, the, the Spirits.
3: The Spirits. We should have a basketball team. I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> People are so gung-ho on Seattle getting know. their team back. It's, Seattle had their chance. They yeah. did. Bring They're
0: it to St. It. Louis. Yeah, I my it's a good good segue, Collins and Julian too. That was a good segue. This is the last thing I want to ask Julian because we, we we do have other teams to cover here in the city of Detroit, uh, as as bad as they may be. Um, so here's the thing, Julian. We obviously are we have a team here. We have the Detroit Pistons. We have been Pistons fans for life. It has not been easy. There's been some ups with the Pistons, but a lot it was of downs easy for as a of long late. time. Yes, it was. It was easy for a long time. It, it was time. easy for a long time, but. Uh, not so much anymore and you you bring up Blake Griffin and you blink you bring up the construction of this team and you you said something very important that being that you know maybe you know with this team you've constructed maybe you don't win a championship and i think that's the thing that we struggle with here and people in the city struggle with is i look at this team and i think we all look at this team when this Blake Griffin trade happened we were scratching our heads because we were like you're giving up first round picks you're giving up pieces that you can use in a rebuild to where you eventually get this team to a point where they are competing for championships. I think a lot of people, and I think I speak for all of us when I say, we don't believe that this is a team that can win a championship. I don't think anyone thinks this team can go out and beat, you know, we don't even have them going on to the first round of the playoffs, you know, let alone winning a championship. So when you look at the construction of this team, when you look at even as far back as they're bringing Blake Griffin in. Is a, is a fan who's maybe outside looking in. What is your opinion on the direction of the Pistons, I guess their their roster composition, how you think they stack up against the rest of the NBA, and more importantly, do you see a future with this team, given this core, to where they are competing for a championship? Or do you think, like, if you have to tell us right now, hey, guys, once Blake's time is done, you need to tear this thing down and start over, then by all means, I'm, I'm ready to hear it.
3: I think you just said it. I don't think this team's winning a championship. And it, it hurts to say, I know it hurts for the people of Detroit and all the wonderful people who follow Pistons and all Detroit sports that listen to this podcast, but they just got in a bad predicament. You're sitting there with a new stadium, your team's going nowhere, and there's a chance to get Blake Griffin – you took a swing at it to get more seats in the stadium. You had to fill the arena some way, somehow. And so I think, to me, they took the swing on Blake Griffin. They said, for now, we'll take the seats. We'll take people coming to the game, people buying his jersey, wearing it around town. We might not win it all, but we'll be competitive and have something that people are going to want to watch night in and night out. And to me, it's going to be once Blake leaves, then that's the, then the rebuild starts. It, it's a tough situation to be in because at the end of the day, what it comes down to in this NBA is you need multiple superstars to win a championship. Yeah. And no matter Blake Griffin, Andre Drum and Reggie Jackson, that trio has nothing to compete with. You talk about the Sixers, Joel right. Embiid, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris. Like they're not competing. And the, with the that. thing
1: that's crazy is
3: it's an above average, like, upper like your your top three players like that
1: it's it's like mid to above average in the league but yeah it doesn't compete for championship just because that's how the league
3: is now exactly that's just what it is and unfortunately i don't know how you change and switch around maybe it starts with blake griffin saying he enjoyed his time here but you got to get free agents at some point free agents or draft picks and it's tough because detroit isn't a big place that people want to come to but i think the hope is you have blake griffin you stay competitive he tells people, I moved from LA to Detroit and I love my time as a piston. And maybe that gets some people to try and come. At least some lower level guys.
2: I I was uh, I think I've said this a couple times. When I think of like markets that are not as desirable to some players, I think it's important to get some like you said, Blake to say like good things or something like that. But it's like to it get some mid free agent before you get a bid free agent. I, I I don't think the Pistons will ever be a destination just the way the NBA works and the way guys like Want their money? They want to be in bigger markets and in b- bigger media markets. Like they want to get to LA. They want to be in New York, Brooklyn, wherever they want to be. So I mean, it, they they're stuck. Obviously, we've talked about it at yeah. nauseam. But they're if they were able to, they make the playoffs and they're competitive in the first round. It's a successful year. I think that's just like the biggest takeaway. And
3: I think uh, it'll, it'll be good. Yeah, you you get yeah. your draft, and that's the thing. I think that's the biggest thing now. You Have your draft fit, if too. you are a small market. You, you have some success now, and then you tank, and you get a high draft pick. You get a young guy who hopefully can be your centerpiece, and then with the Blake, you get a whole bunch of mid-level guys who say Detroit's not that bad, and then you go from there.
0: Now, I, I guess my, my as I already said, I had a final question. I do <laughs> want to ask this, too, because you did talk about your your trio, your core there of Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin. um I, I think Andre Drummond's a name here, and especially Reggie Jackson. There are two names that have been... I guess kind of out, out in the open is you know, people are on the fence of you, you trade him, you keep him. Do you have an opinion on where Andre Drummond fits into this team? Is he, is he part of the future? Is it time to get rid of him? Reggie Jackson, too. I'm curious.
3: Man, that's, that's such a tough question because I just don't know what pieces you go and then get for those two guys. As much yeah. as I, I, I don't think Andre Drummond is really the guy that, that fits in where this NBA is going and the, the current of it, but he's consistent. I give you, I give him that. As Trent said, he had a thousand points, thousand rebounds, and I think a thousand steals or something like that. But to do that for the past four years, I, that's a guy. He gives you what he gives you, and I don't know if you're going to get a more consistent piece, a piece that really works. So I, I think Drummond is where you go with now. Reggie Jackson has always been a guy who I have, I really don't think he's that good. But for what else, for what else you're going to get on the market, if he can give you what he's been giving the Pistons these last couple of games. I think you stick with them. That's the thing. The Pistons have bought into what they have right yeah. now, and they just got to find a way to make it work because I don't know where else. You're not going to find a whole lot that's that much better because right now they're sitting in the middle. You need major pieces if you're trying to make a leap up.
1: And the money situation. Exactly. To go along with exactly what you just said. They bought into here and now, and that's what that's what you got because, quite frankly, you don't have the money to go out and trade for a guy like Kemba because he's not going to stay. You know, yep. so those yep. things all come into play when you talk
3: about trading or drafting or anything. Okay. and where is he going to go? Kemba's going to get talks of L.A. Both L.A. teams, yeah. potentially even a New York team, and then Detroit's going to come in and try and swing them? Like, no, yeah,
2: no. I, I, I actually think Kemba might just take the Supermats from Charlotte. So you no, know, I, I like, I like Damian Lillard. He says winning is not the most important thing to me. Like, he wants to win, but he wants to do it his own way. I did see Kemba staying, but I mean Charlotte's kind of been a dumpster fire. They haven't really got many pieces around him. But you know whose fault that is? Who?
1: Michael Jordan. That's facts.
2: Yeah. Okay. That, that I just has had to throw to, that in that there. Has nothing he's to do awful.
3: with. I had to throw it in there. Okay. I, can't, I can't my, even. Lie. He's he's not he's not good in that. He's direction. the worst
1: executive in the history of American sports. Oh, oh. Well, Matt Mil- Matt Millen's first. Hold on, he's no. second. Hey. It's Trent over there with your boy Braun, though.
3: Magic Magic's not doing too well oh, either. Oh, Magic's bad. Ma- <laughs> yeah, listen, Magic, great.
1: that's rough. We could do a whole hour special on what's wrong with the Lakers.
2: I Man. really don't want to because they stink. They're so bad. Yeah. And they have so many playable yep. players. It makes no sense. And they're, to they're all
1: me. on one year deals. The team's going to be totally different next year. Yeah, But I know. That, I mean, you know, whatever.
2: I don't know. We don't Kay. care. We're not Lakers yeah. fans. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's move on. We can move on.
0: You yeah. All right. Six games left to play for the Pistons, folks. Home and home, Monday, Wednesday, in Indiana on Monday, 7 p.m. Julian Mitchell, thank you so much for being here. This was great. This was very insightful.
3: This was sweet. Thanks for having me. You I do, hope we you, can do this again sometime. Yes,
0: you do have a very big NBA mind, so we we appreciate you coming on and adding some perspective into our lives because people just hear us regurgitate the same thing yeah. over and over again.
3: Yes,
1: it's probably exhausting. When the, the Pistons, the when the Pistons are up 2-0 on the Sixers, you can come back. We'll
3: talk.
0: Yeah, we'll talk.
1: Yeah, We'd we'll no,
3: we'll love it. Uh, all those matches matchups are terrible.
0: Yeah, they're
2: they're not oh, terrible. To, We're to looking me, forward Sixers to just well sounds. I would, well I would
3: like to watch a little Sixers Pistons Pistons. I wouldn't be too mad at that playoff series. I, uh,
2: there would we'll be, be a fight. I'd be all office, in for that.
1: It's definitely box office. It's Drummond Embiid, and you know, it's 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 a great starting five against a hardworking team. It'll yep. be fun to watch.
0: All right, a uh, couple more headlines I want to get into real quickly before we do Tigers because that is what is important these days uh didn't this has happened a a while ago now i just want to hear quick opinions on it red wings re-signed jimmy howard for one more year love it
2: hate it whatever like you said you've been saying this for years they don't have another goalie down the pipeline be until they draft one they kind of just got to stick with jimmy so they can be like remotely competitive yes so i mean it is what it is so I, i i don't hate it but i hate what the red Wings are doing right now just winning every game basically
1: yeah, the way I saw it was you're just buying more time to find another guy.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just
1: basically what Collins just said—you have to deal. get a younger person in there, so that he could at least like learn behind Jimmy for a year. That'd be nice or something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's
0: this is the one area where the where the Red Wings have kind of put by the wayside. They have some some young guys that are like not really in the system yet, but under contract, I believe, or at least they have the rights still with with the Red Wings. Um, yeah, Collins, like you said, I mean they they they've been winning like for some reason and somehow. Ta-da-rosi. Tara Horoski, with five assists in five games. Yep. I don't know if that ended the other night, but I. He's been really solid. Either way, really solid. Cool to see a Spartan in there. Uh, There's our Red Wings talk. Uh, not much. Yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> going on? Uh, one, one last piece of news
2: before we do Tigers. Actually, and I, wait one sec. I actually ahead. want to say something. Okay, say something then. Okay. Why? Are the, why? I, I'm like, I'm not the biggest hockey guy. I love the Red Wings. Wh- whose idea was it? Where we're like, hey guys, we're gonna play the hardest we can. The last 10 games of the season. And we're win in jump. overtime. Yeah, we're going to yeah. jump the Devils. We might jump the Sabres and end up not even being in the top three. Are you kidding?
0: Like, <laughs> I, I mean,
2: I don't know. Again, uh, they are I... in the bottom of the lead the whole year. The whole year. Yeah. What has inspired them this last five games? What? It's so... Tell Why? us how you really feel, Kyle. And, 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 wow, and, and, and then if they lose, or are going to OT. I, I don't like... get it. I don't get... Ugh. I know they're trying to lose, but... Just say, hey Larkin, don't like take like a vacation in Miami. I, 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 don't know. We just. I mean, dude, they brought up like Jake Shelley? They're bringing up guys that have no
0: business being yeah, in the NHL they're somehow. That's crazy. Why? I don't know. I don't have all the answers for you, Colin. Blashill. I don't know. I don't know because
1: Blashill's a lunch pail guy. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> got
0: a two-year extension. See that? Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Blashill
1: uh... came walking into LCA and
0: he said, "We don't. We're not losing." Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Should we talk about?
2: Yeah. Or I not? mean, I, I don't know. I think. Blasio and Ken Holland are attached. So, I don't think the contract really means anything.
0: See, I I I let me say this. So, it was it was a 2-year, right? Yep. extension for Blasio. Um my feelings on the matter are are just that I think that the the whole talk about Steve Eiserman coming over here, I believe that after this year they will dissolve Ken Holland elsewhere into the organization. I don't think he's going to be gone. He will he will take some kind of advisor role or whatever. He will be in the front office still in some capacity. I can see Stevie Y coming over here. I just think the reason why Hill gets extended like that is because next year you're not competing. You're like, you, you, you still are a ways away because next year, Jimmy Howard's still your goalie and I'm sorry, but Jimmy Howard's not winning you 45 games anymore. Nope. He's not like he, he's, he's, he's not winning you 45, 50 games so it you're still kind of in limbo of figuring out who your pieces because you got guys like Rasmussen who haven't, I mean he was he hasn't been a bad player this year but he's got a lot left to prove. You got Zadina who will come up next year. Joe Valeno hopefully sees time. You're still trying to figure. You got guys like Giovanni Smith in the AHL who you're not sure is he going to make. Is he? Gonna, so there's a lot of question marks still. Um, I I just think for Blasio I've always been in the under the impression that he's great at developing young talent. I mean, you see what he's done with Grand Rapids. He's, I mean, he's got a Calder cup to his name. So uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's huge. I just think at the NHL level, I think at a certain point, once these guys are primed and, and have experience and are ready to roll, I, I I don't see him being the guy anymore. Like in the future, once, if I, if, and when Steve Eiserman comes over here, I'm sure he'll hire in his own guy, but I, I just, I look the 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 heat on Blashill. I don't think is it
2: is it warranted. I mean, it just I agree. Like, what do you want him to do? do you, they have like, the worst rosters in thirty years. Well, it's, what it's do you It's like thought?
1: across all sports. Whenever you're rebuilding, the only reason a coach would get fired is if the players don't like him. Yeah, you so know, clearly they do. Like, the players love Blashill.
2: So,
0: I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't have much to say on the wings. It's kind of obviously draft time will come yeah. around, and we'll see when the season actually finishes. But my last thing here before we do tigers. Uh, I have to bring up the Lions uh, this this story that arose that Matt Patricia last year was asked by the Dolphins about trading Stafford. And I, I believe Stafford, I believe the story was that Patricia wouldn't even listen to offers. Yeah, he just said no. So uh, my question to both of you was: one, would you have at least listened to an offer? And I don't know, would, would you have I mean, because Collins, you're obviously not as big on Stafford as Trent and I are.
2: But what should the trade have been made last year? I, I don't know if the trade should have been made. If he wasn't listening, I I don't believe that one bit because he had to be listening. Does he, like, that's just like objectively not doing your job. Like, whatever. But I, I looked at it, and Stafford obviously probably had his worst year in the last six years of his career last year. He wasn't good. He wasn't himself. He wasn't the Lions' best player like he was the previous four or five years. But, I mean, I understand them trying to stick it out with them. With him, I think the whole Patricia twin experience is like they're kind of trying to beat into their like their culture and they're seeing if like they're gonna get enough time that the culture will ever like turn and like work out for them. But I, 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 I don't I need to know what it is. If it was like two first rounders, I would consider it. I yeah, would consider it. fair. But I uh, I mean I, I you would probably have to eat a lot of your salary anyway. So I I, I don't think trading Safford is like a good move, but I think you're gonna eventually have to move on from him. If you were able to get assets, I wouldn't have hated it, but I I, I wouldn't have loved it either. So I am indifferent to it. Indifferent. Even that's like the worst thing you could be when you're on a podcast that's or a radio. Okay, yeah, I'm Take indifferent.
1: It. I don't have an opinion. That's no. okay. We still value your indifferent opinion. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But for me, no one wants to listen to me like rant about how much I love Matt Stafford. However, I will say that I think it would be stupid to trade him just because you're you you cut the court of Stafford and you got all that dead money.
2: Oh, I forget yeah, that's what, the dead The way the NFL cap works makes zero sense. Yeah, it's It's, <laughs> zero it's, it's dumb. I
1: agree, it's stupid. But um, no, I don't. You don't trade Matt Stafford. I can get into all this stuff like that we that we'll talk about when the season rolls around again. But you're so much closer to winning with Matt Stafford than you are if you knock it down and start over because, especially now. I mean, I know this when when these when these trade rumors occurred. It was during last season. But especially now, when you have Trey Flowers and you bought into some of these new players. And you actually have a direction, you know, Jared Davis. You're probably going to draft another linebacker, things yeah. like that. Carryon Johnson, Kenny Galladay, young players. You got a young core, and you. I mean, I, I, so I, I could understand the logic of eventually wanting a young quarterback. So yeah, we trade Stafford and we draft a kid or whatever. But he's I, proven. You have a proven quarterback, and in this league, we like look at what Josh Rosen did. Even like Sam Darnold wasn't great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, Josh Allen wasn't great. I don't buy into that really. That like. You need a young quarterback to win, and you need a young quarterback to to develop with your young core. I think you can win with an established veteran quarterback who's been a pro bowler, who's who's been to the playoffs, things like that, winning seasons, um, battle-tested, all that
2: stuff. I think that's more valuable than just trading him away and taking a shot on another kid. I just think people... There's nothing like, no no one is saying Stafford is objectively bad or anything like that. He's a good quarterback. I just think people, people understand that he's overpaid.
1: Yeah, and some and, people want to move on from yeah, that. And that's, that's, I understand. That's, that's, yeah.
2: But I think this year's the litmus test. I think that you got probably the best quarterback draft, probably since the RG3, Andrew Law, like Like, hype wise, the best quarterback draft next year. Yeah. You see what happens this year with Stafford. Hey, if he has that, it was maybe, hey, last year was a fluke. Fine, we will pay out right. the rest of your contract. Because that's the Let's thing; roll. it's it's
1: easy to say all this when he just had the worst season of the last yeah. six, seven, eight years. You know, so. so so.
2: But if not, maybe he's declining. You're like, hey, we're gonna move on. First round pick. We'll move on. You you have like you go on. We'll like rebuild. Whatever. So I I, I think this year's like the measuring stick on what you do with Stafford.
1: This this is the last thing I'll say about it. If Stafford has another bad season, you a bad on. season, you then you can move on. That's fine. And I say that knowing he won't you yeah, won't have another bad no, season. Yeah, I'm confident. With, so, yeah, I agree with I, that. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I think I, Trent, I I think you hit it on the head there. Just, as far as my opinion, I just think yeah. I mean, we've we talk about this so much, and it just it's so typical that like in the dead of the off of the NFL, like this this oh yeah, by the way, uh, the Dolphins happen to just give Patricia a ring about staff. Like who cares? Like he didn't get traded. Yeah. What does that even mean? And yeah. well,
1: the other thing is like when did this happen? When the Lions were three and three, like
0: I maybe yeah. that's why Patricia well, that's wasn't like, listening. that's like that's like me telling you guys I'm thinking about going to Taco Bell later. Like I don't. Like who cares? Yeah. Like yeah. whatever. It, it's it's pointless. Um, what I do want to get into now is we, we will end the show with this because it is it is March 31st as we record this. There is somehow snow on the ground again, but uh, Tigers baseball is here. They will be finishing up a four game set with the Blue Jays in Toronto today. That game was already started for us as we're recording. 0-0. Zero, zero. Zero, zero. Like it. I t- of course it's zero zero. There's no way the Tigers are getting hits. Yeah. Uh, opening day on Thursday, Jordan Zimmerman goes seven innings, one hit, four, wa- or four walks, four strikeouts. Uh, before I get into the rest of the games, I don't know. Like, I was vehemently upset about this. You were this. triggered. I was, no, I was like, it, I was very mad. Yeah. So much to where I tweeted at the Tigers and at Fox Sports Detroit. In the game of baseball, I get it, man. All these millennials are ruining the game now or – we got to let's let's knock the game to four innings and let's just intentionally walk everyone. You can just you can just point the first base and you can go walk over there. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. I can't stand it. I'm, I am don't like being roped into this whole millennial category because I'm a baseball purist. Play the game. Play the nine innings. No pitch clock. No point. The first intentional walk. Play the game. The it's people sport. who enjoy baseball will not complain at all. Yes, it, no, like, yeah. just like it, this is ridiculous. So I don't know. I don't know what the what the explanation is. Is I'm now. I'm now. I'm ready to go. I'm pissed. I don't know what the explanation was for why, as soon as the fifth inning ended, I got Jack Morris and yeah. Matt Shepard. Jordan Zimmerman has a perfect game. Shut up. What yeah. are you doing? Like, Jack, you are, you are a damn good pitcher, bro. You ought to know better. That's Baseball superstition supersedes any other sport. When a pitcher has a perfect game or a no-hitter, you don't say it, yeah. let alone put a box on the screen that says perfect game through Six. this amount of yep. innings. You don't do that. You don't touch it. You can – Dan Dickerson does it great. He goes, ah, something's brewing. Jordan Zimmerman's having a pretty good day on the mound. That's how you do it because Dan Dickerson is a legend and a professional. And I want Rod and Mario back. I don't care that they almost killed each other. This is ridiculous. This I, I want the them back. Stupidest. Too. This was the stupidest most unprofessional
2: BS crap unprofessional. I've ever seen in my okay. life. <laughs> Let's chill.
0: <laughs> no, okay. I'm not going to
2: chill. It, I want to, because, because are, there's a difference between unprofessional and your personal preference of superstitious. No, but th- no one does this. No one does this. That, so no, no
1: one does it. I'll give you that. That's true. No That's one. That's not true. I, I, I have to cut Shepard a little bit of slack. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why this oh, makes sense. Okay. Think about it. That's he has true. wanted to be the tiger's play by play guy his whole life and his first game, his first game. Jordan Zimmerman's throwing a perfect game through
0: six innings. He's fired up. I, I, it just, the, but not only, I'm with you. I, you only, know, I, I'm with this, you. this, it not only was a thing they mentioned, it became like a movie. Yeah. Like the camera, uh, you know, uh, he's not going to be talking to anyone. In the, like, I, I got to listen to Jack Morris explain to me <laughs> how. Oh the the guys are going to leave him alone in the dugout. Like I know. I get it. Like we've we've seen the we've seen perfect games before. We've seen no hitters. We understand what happens. Like this is this is nothing new. But what what is new is for whatever reason, I don't know if you think people are stupid that watch baseball or you're trying to explain it to the millennials or or my grandma watching the game that a perfect game is going on. You don't touch it. You don't talk about uh, him sitting by himself in the dugout. You don't, you don't flash it on the screen. And because right, right after he, they, they mentioned in the in the seventh inning. You know, this is this is where fans start to cheer for the pitcher. Yeah. Actually, from the other day. Yeah, they did and, say and then that. He, and then the yeah. ball to Josh Harrison. Yep. And then first of all, I thought it was an error at first, but obviously it was an infield single. But they mark it as an error on yeah. the screen. And they go, oh, that's it. The 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 no hitter's gone. I'm like, dude. First of all, it's the perfect game's gone up a the no hitter. Then they flip it to a hit. It, it was it was yeah. so embarrassing. And like I said, I tweeted to, to Fox Sports Detroit and the Detroit Tigers. This was stupid. It was It's embarrassing, and there is nothing you can say to defend these people at all. You can't.
2: You're acting like this never happens. I, I understand you're mad about it, but this happens every single time this scenario happens. When JV almost had that no-hitter against the Twins, they're showing JV in the dugout, this pacing up and down the dugout. They just do that. It's a
0: fact. But you don't mention the words or speak of... I I agree with that. There is a perfect game. He is perfect through... No. Jordan Zimmerman, he's pitching a a great game. You look at... Dan, I'm telling you, Dan Dickerson does it great. You Look at that scoreboard. A lot of zeros up there. That's how you do it. That's how you dance around it. So, Jack and Shep, if you're going to be in the booth all year, (laughs) figure it
1: out. Listen, unfortunately. I don't think that's
2: going to happen again now this year.
1: Unfortunately, the animation in the studio here. Is kind of symbolic of how this season. Like we, we're upset about this because this, be this the, is what we
2: have to cheer for. Yeah, this might be the most upset you are all season. Really,
0: really, it might be. I don't. Well, I have some more things to be upset about. But to finish <laughs> that up, finish off that game, Tigers win that one, two nothing on opening day in the top of the tenth, a two run jack by Chris Tin Stewart. They, I know they're now calling him Chris Tin. I thought was Chris I thought it was Chris
1: yeah, Tin no there's, there's no A in there. Chris Tin. By the way, they get that. He hits that bomb in
0: the 10th. So it's not even like Zimmerman. What I, like,
2: Didn't get the word. We, we yeah, couldn't right, get exactly. any I've, run support. I've, I've, that, yeah. that,
0: too, I was saying oh, when I was watching that guy, I go, yeah. I swear if you guys don't get this guy a run. And I'm glad yeah. I'm glad he blew the game because if they, did, I could just see going into the ninth inning, he's got 115 yep. pitches and they have to pull him. Um. Anyway, only two hits for the Tigers on Friday. They got shut out six nothing. Matt Boyd takes the loss in that one. Uh, they lose Saturday three to nothing. Um. It's zero zero right now. Top two. Uh. I, I guess. I just, look. I'll take it to you guys first. Thoughts on what you've seen so far from the team?
2: Uh. I mean, I think we saw this last year. They're gonna be. I mean, Toronto is no world beater. Like they're not good either. So. I mean, like, this is going to be hard to judge how good either team is off this because I think both these teams are, like, bottom division teams. But what I've judged on the season is they're going to be well managed with Gardenhire and they're going to, like, take their growing pains. they will be a little here or there, like, a little success like they had last year at the beginning of the year. But I I think the biggest takeaway is I think Miggy might be washed. I know it's been a couple games, his bat speed is this. He had a nice day yesterday. No, he did, but his bat speed, like, he's when he he's guessing, he's guessing, like completely guessing. He does not have the hands that he used to have. I think I'm just saying I it, it could get ugly in the next couple of years with of Miggy. That's what I think. Okay, for
1: for me, it's it's kind of like so going into the season. My biggest concern with this team was actually pitching. Because, you know, Fulmer's out, and now it's like, okay, well, what, what do we got? You know, we have guys like Miggy coming back. It's like, okay, offense won't be, like, too, too yeah. big of a struggle, yeah. I thought. I'm completely wrong, right? The pitching's actually been pretty good. Spencer the, bullpen, Tur-
2: the bullpen, sneaky, is not that bad this year. I know. And, yeah. in, in comparison and, to, like, previous years. I'm yeah.
1: holding my breath because, you know, Joe Jimenez and uh, what's his name? Alcantara? Alcantara I yeah. like yeah. him. I like him. He's, he's young. He wears the striped socks and the stirrups. I love it. Yeah. But – Huge um, move. Spencer you have to. Turnbull actually did not have that bad of a start the other day. He gave up one big home run, and that you know that was that but, was it.
0: That was so that put the that, nail in and the coffin because
1: because the Tigers can't score. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If yes. the Tigers could generate some runs and win some games five to three or five, you know the the Tigers are relying on Christian Stewart, Kristen Stewart, yes. to hit two run bombs in the tenth inning. And by the way, Kristen Stewart, he he, he bats what like two oh five.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, he, I mean well, he, he was great in the minor leagues for oh, a long I know, time. Yeah. yeah,
1: he deserves a crack up here in the major leagues. No. I, and I like him. You guys remember I said before yeah. the season yeah. started, like, I'd keep an eye on this dude. But um, it, it, uh, uh, the, this team is offensively challenged. That's just the, that's the fact of the matter, because you look, the Tigers are relying on winning games two to zero, two to one, three to one. Things like that. They can't generate runs. They have two runs in the, the last three games, and they're one and two because of it.
0: Yeah, and you you said it very well. I The concern for me coming in was pitching. Even and with Fulmer. Even with Fulmer because I didn't know who your rotation was. I don't know what your rotation was going to look like. I didn't know what you were going to do with Daniel Norris. You have guys in the – apparently Franklin Perez is hurt again. Like, yeah. it's just – all these things, and, and and you look at the way that the rosters are shaking out in the minor leagues too, and you have some guys knocking on the door on, on, in in AAA that you'll the, you'll you'll see this year. Um, the bats, though, like you know, I look at the lineup. I mean, you have Josh Harrison. You go Candelari, or you go Castellanos, Condalario, Miggy. Um, who, who bats fifth? I'm Shorty Mercer. You, you no, know, no, he's sixth. Good rooms in there. Like you have Kristen Stewart. You have guys who on paper, like wow, these guys can hit the baseball. Um, Collins, you bring up an interesting point about Maggie that I didn't really think about until you said it. And yeah, first couple games, his swings did not look good. Right? They yeah, didn't, like he, he looks,
2: he looks uncomfortable in the box. Yeah. He, I mean, he doesn't look like he's in shape, which I mean, it's hard to come back in shape. After I, you have, I wouldn't expect that. No, yeah. a, a, after you have like a, like a pectoral injury, yeah. you can't really work out anything. I feel like just given his, you yeah. Know. His so, build and everything. Yeah. So, so I.
0: Yeah. It's it's been it's been an unexpectedly quiet start, and this is just seems like it's been the this has been the story of the Tigers for the last handful of years. Is uh, y- your bullpen blows games? So far, they've been fine, um, and you you don't get run support when your pitchers pitch well. So a guy like yep. Zimmerman, you don't get run like Verlander was famous for it at the end of his time here. Yep. Fulmer famous for it. Pitches lights out, gets Max no Scherzer, runs. Scherzer back
1: in the day. Gets
0: no runs. And then they do get
2: runs, the, the bullpen just blows it. So that's yeah. that's where you're That was the best. I like thinking about those old Tigers teams. It would be like Scherzer had like 20 wins because the Tigers score seven runs every yep. time he pitched. Yeah. yeah. And then Annabelle Sanchez, I think, won the ERA title that year. And I think he might have had like 10 wins. Yeah because they wouldn't score for him. Exactly. Baseball's so funny. Yeah. love love baseball? I, I I do too. Opening day, uh. It's the best, man. It was it, so perfect this year. It was beautiful day outside. Too it was so nice. Yeah. I get out of class. I was like, "Wow, the birds are it chirping." Was, it was amazing. Sun in my eyes. I'm yeah, like, wow. It, it
1: was a godsend. Yeah, yeah.
2: And,
0: and they won too, which yeah was, awesome. it was nice.
1: Can I say one more thing about the Tigers? Of course. Just, just about the about the hitting. Yes. Um, I'm I'm hanging. I'm giving this team the benefit of the doubt simply because Ryan, you just went through basically the one through six, and they got guys who can hit. Josh Harrison, him. the uh, Josh Harrison, yesterday, which you know, technically, if people are listening to this tomorrow, they're gonna think I'm talking about today's game. I'm talking about Saturday's game, whatever. You get it. He got his first hit as a Tiger in like six at bats, seven at bats, eleven.
2: He's 11. For eleven.
1: He's one for eleven. That's not going to hold up. You know what I mean? He's yeah. gonna he's gonna come around. He's gonna be fine. Jordy Mercer's another guy that I know can hit the ball. Miggy can hit the. I'm I'm gonna give Miggy the benefit of the doubt that he's just getting some rust off. Still, remember he he didn't even see live pitching until like. I, y- that is true two or three weeks ago so i'm just i'm I'm gonna pump the brakes a little bit if we're still talking about miggy struggles in two or three weeks then i'm gonna be concerned
2: i i mean i think he'll his average will always be at like 270 or like like yeah. it'll never get that bad because he's just so smart yeah he just understand. he's like the arguably the best right-handed hitter of his generation he is yeah he is i mean yeah. like pool is the year, kind of the generation before him but yeah like Miggy was for seven years, he was just unstoppable. Yeah. But I, 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 I'm kind of concerned about Candelario's one too. I, I mean, he hasn't had good plate appearances. He's yeah. one for twelve. It's been rough yeah. for him yeah. too. And yeah. I'm a candy guy, and I like Candelario. I think he plays a good third base, and he has the potential to be a piece. I, like not a cornerstone, but a piece in a few years, like a third or fourth best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, I would hope he gets to improve a little bit. I, I it all sounds like overreaction since they've only played three games. Right, that's the thing. That's like, what
1: we got to keep in mind. It's just frustrating because. Right. I mean, and, and we two never, runs in three games. We, is let,
2: let's be honest. They have the lowest over win like total yeah. in in all of baseball. I don't think we've expected much. I don't think it's fair for us to completely like bash the Tigers because they are rebuilding. Yeah, they are rebuilding.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, is hitting wise, it, it's I guess. I don't know. There's a couple guys that look like the. I think Kristen Stewart's one of them. Um, Plate discipline. Josh Harrison waving it 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 sand wedge shots. He wait for
2: uh, what's the Jatobi Jones to get back.
0: Yeah, he can can bat one fifty and honestly, though, I'll take it over
1: Matuk. I'll take it over Matuk. Matuk has frustrated me so much this year. I'm I'm just done with this. I I, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's a good guy. Sweet oh, yeah, three, that was three years. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he, I, I'm just saying, yeah, we're three games and I'm already done with him this year because <laughs> I, I can't do it, you guys. It's like, that's our center fielder. I'll, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean to, I'm just like, really? I'll, I'll tell you at what. At the least, what you can do is put Goodrum out there, put Hicks at first, and let Miggy DH. Please, yeah. Do something. Well, here's the scoop. I'm sorry. Here's the
0: scoop, and I'm going to tell you. Um, I saw this opening day lineup and I texted you guys of their outfield being Kristen Stewart in left, Macho in center, and Kasianos in right field. My I I gotta scroll. I, I I'm not gonna be able to. I hope I can find this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to my buddy Rami, um, who who texted me this, on opening day. Once I brought to them how I you know you see Castiano's in right field. I'm gonna try to I'll try to find it. If I can't, I'm sorry. I I cannot watch another season of Nick Castiano's in right, right field. Right field. Yeah. He he is. He's not a right – he's not an outfielder. He's a not trash, a position bro. player. He's, he, he's not. I, and, and I think coming into this year, we all kind of – kind of, uh, oh, here's here's the thing. I want to read it before I get uh, – I don't know where this came from, but this Rami texted me this as a quote. As it stands now, Castellanos rates as the worst defensive player in history through age 26 by defensive runs saved. He ranked last among all outfielders in the stat cast derived out above average last year so I mean he's he's factually the worst like outfielder of all and time. And, and you can tell you can tell watching him <laughs> that's not true, you know not true. Yeah. but
1: he, my, he's not supposed to be there my And that's point, why it's frustrating. my point
0: being is coming into this year I don't know I'm sure Miggy's in garden hires year that he wants to play at first base you need to put Castellanos at first or put because you need his bat in the lineup. And you need to DH Miggy. This is not an overreaction. It's- this is not a we're only three games in. This is a on a fundamental level of how this team needs to look. Preach. I, I Preach. for the last X amount of years, I don't think Miggy ever plays healthy. He's a big he man. Doesn't. He's it's it, 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 just how some guys are. Well, Victor was never healthy no. ever. So Like. Every time Victor was at the plate, I had to imagine, like, his, his he could slip a disc at any given moment. Yeah, yeah. That Just Shoulder, definitely.
1: rotator cuff, like I think back. Miggy
0: is glass. Like, you see him run to first. He can't move. Not, he's, not a, he's not a bad defensive player, but no. he's not. Good he, hands. Yeah, he's you, not. You I have mean, to
1: prolong his career. you got to try. especially Because yes. you, you look at what the t- – they got him on the books for how – Collins, you probably, 2023. probably know. 2023. 2023. Okay, so oh, Ryan so Rabinowitz, Ryan Collins, Trent Bally, we all sat here about, like, a month ago when we did a little Tigers preview whatever. And all of us said, Miggy has to DH. Yes. He has to. And, yeah, for his
2: longest career. and, and Yeah. Seriously. And what you
0: look at now in your outfield is is we've all heard, too, Kristen Stewart is not a great outfielder, yeah. is, is what the scouting report is on him. So there's been a lot of talk about Daz Cameron. He's had a great spring. I, I genuinely think you will see
2: Daz Cameron in Detroit this year.
1: I think you'll see Daz Cameron by June. Now, I really the, do. The, Maybe that's the, an overreaction. Yeah.
2: MLB CBA is so, like, bad that this stupid, like, term-like deal thing is where they start off, they have to play a certain game in the minors so you get another year on their contract. Like, I mean, Daz Cameron was objectively probably the third or fourth best outfielder in spring. Yeah, objectively, yeah, and that's, no, I, and I that's a
0: that. that's a true guy who can play the position in center field, and he can run. What a sick name too! And yeah, he, has, he is he a doing. guy who's
1: going to be here in the future. Yeah. So and, why why not
0: sooner than later? And so that's where you, you know now you start to think too about like okay, where does Jacoby Jones fit in? Maybe you move he him doesn't. left and right, but that again, his, his bat. If you can't hit, I don't need you yeah. here. I, I don't. That's the thing. Even though it is a rebuild, it's
1: like if you you see. Um, well, and you look at a guy like and you, you look at a guy it. like yeah.
0: Castellanos because now you look at okay, if you can't, he's not your right fielder of the future. So you put him at first, but then you have to DH Miggy. So like, where do guys like John Hicks fit in? That you just all they're yeah. so backed up because they can't figure out who to plug and play where. And another thing too on that tangent, is I'm just rambling now. No, you're good. Daniel Norris coming out of the bullpen is so bananas ridiculous to me. How, like you need to give him a shot. They he's, have, they have throws, given a shot,
2: but he's hurt all the time. They've they, he's had plenty of shots in the rotation. He did pitch
0: yesterday, I believe. It was he pitched a, a two and a third, let up two hits and two walks, so not good. And it just that's what's so frustrating with these. Yeah. Like, like, and that's that's right. And I, I know you can't always predict the future, but like Elavila, whoever, like whoever got these guys, like this, like what what are you turning out? I mean, they, I, that, you know what I was thinking. T- that go, trade did not
2: on. end up terrible for them. I mean, Matt—they got Matt Boyd out. Matt Boyd's been pretty solid for them. But
0: Matt Boyd, as it is right now, is a is a three to five guy in your rotation. I agree. He has to be. I agree. I agree. Matt Boyd, when this team is "quote unquote" good, I, I assuming Matt Boyd's still here when that time comes. Matt Boyd has to be your fifth day starter. That's
2: it. That's I, his. That's his ceiling for me. I, I get that. He doesn't have great stuff, but he kind of always produces pretty solid numbers. But, I, I I mean, you look at those moves. They did the right thing. I mean, I think the best deal they got out of all that was Cespedes to get Fulmer. It's objectively yeah. the best move they made. That was good. Yeah. So, I mean, and Perez has heard again. guy. I, I mean... They better get some position players in this pipeline. No kidding. They I, better get some position players in this pipeline. It
1: still kills me the JD Martinez deal because and it, it's, there, there wasn't
2: a market though. There's nothing I they could do about that. I understand that,
1: but we got nothing. It was I a mean, bag of balls. It's bag of balls. The Lugo, he. I mean, he. Can, can I see? Can saw can I see him, last, him? Though
0: you saw him last year. He. I don't know, but then again, you have like Isaac Paredes, like right up the middle. You have yeah. these guys, like like this is what it is. And you have, I mean, you do have names, but the thing is, these names aren't like big names of like all oh, these guys are gonna paint. Like outfield, like we have this you have Dustin Peterson. Who I'd I'd like to see play more because he's young. Yeah, me yeah. too. But you know who I don't want to see play again? No disrespect, Gordon Beckham. Please, I, I, how Matt, is that guy still play baseball? I don't know. He, he said, like, guys, like I said he's, before, he's gonna he said he was gonna retire if he didn't make the major league roster.
1: He's just not good, Gordon. And, Bad- and I know he works hard, and this means the world to him. And he was so happy when he made yeah. the Tigers' opening day roster. But dude. You're not good. I want to watch some young guys or at least Jordy Mercer. I don't want to watch Gordon Beckham.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I think we've talked about this ad nauseum, like, before this, that we want to see the young guys play. But I think it's funny that Gordon Beckham is just, like, in the lead somehow. Because every time I think of Gordon Beckham is – White Sox. You, no, White Sox, you sell your field, and he gets a single right over the second baseman. <laughs> just, I don't – for yeah. some reason. It's, like, one of those times like, oh. Or Beckham, <laughs> yeah. Two for four, two singles, right that's like, over. That's like sneaky. your impulse. Yeah, right like, over Infante's head. I was like, oh, well, that's funny. This guy's got that stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, only only three games in. Fourth game is going on right now. They do travel to New York after this series before Watch coming out. home. Watch out. That
2: I do think scary. I do
1: think we just need to continue to be patient with this team. Like we yeah, all I said, mean, there, it. the I, only problem There's no
2: expectation. Yeah. yeah,
1: there's none, and that's fine. I guess the reason we're all a little wound up is because two runs in three games is dismal. That's awful. Yeah. You got to generate some some
0: something i just need what what's what's frustrating you're not going to hear me complain about this team losing 10 games in a row like it is, no, me it is either but but what i what i will what i will fuss over is poor management i do think garden is the right guy to be here and i i i think they he could be on for a long enough time where they win with him they're yep. actually winning with yeah. him Gardy's the man um He's great. but but between the front office and whatever's going on with like how you line up positionally the pitching where these guys are in the in the minor leagues who comes up when it you know franklin perez hurt again it's just it it's it's starting to get i i start Exhausting. to get, you're starting to look like the padres really though no, it's it's stop. It's, a, it's a
2: it's the padres
1: no, we're Tigers, not, I, we're not looking like the Padres, but we're starting to get in that same I'm like revolving like the, the, the door of yeah. Like, like what just, are we doing?
0: Churning and well, burning. Because the thing is, is it's it, still so early it's,
1: in this rebuild. And th- this is the last thing I'm going to say about this because I can't say anything else. Okay, the it, it's the when you're you're in a rebuild, right? The point is not to just wait for these guys to age. Yeah, you have to put something on the field and let them develop.
0: Yeah, and they're I, not yeah.
1: doing that, and they have to. The ty- like I am again, we're three games in. I don't want to like jump on no, you know, I, we're, we're playing fair. the Blue Jays, but just I, I, I hope to see some kind of improvement, some close competitive wins, close competitive losses, whatever it is. And the biggest the biggest concern for me right now is just hitting. That's yes. all it is.
2: It's early. but it's just early. It, it is. Early. It is early, and I think we have expended ourselves now on the Tigers. Yeah, we got locked in at Michigan State. Three hours still tip. We oh everyone's got locked in. Calm down. Get some waters in them. I cannot sit. Yeah. Still. Yes. Yes. Okay, I got to go to Reno's. Reno's is my spot. I'm I'm hot at Reno's right Spe- now. Especially the uh, superstitions. I've worn this sweatshirt the last I was like just four weeks. Say, I'm
1: hot in this outfit. Like the hat. I, yeah. this is the
2: hat. This yeah. is the hat.
0: All right, folks, well, that's all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I am Ryan Rabinowitz. Feel free to tweet any questions, comments, suggest topics for the show using the hashtag Motown Rundown on Twitter. Do not miss a single episode. I, again, do not know if we are on iTunes, but if we are, Impact, WDBM, new episodes every week. Uh, we'll see you next time, folks.